0: At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, in the 13th episode of the series Fabulous Foods, we travel across coastal Tamil Nadu and find the bizarre connection between Jesus Christ, the deadly militant organization LTTE, and a podi. Possibly, you have never heard of. This cave, once the dwelling of a Shaivite sannyasi, has been sanctified by the prayers and penances of Saint Francis Xavier. This message on a rusted metal signboard tells us that St. Francis Xavier offered Mass here in the year 1542. The cave is located in Manapad, a coastal village in Tamil Nadu, 60 kilometers from Tuticorin. About a decade before St. Francis Xavier offered Mass in Manapad, a Portuguese trading ship called Santiago foundered at the shore and its mast washed up on the beach. Legend has it that a man accidentally stepped onto the mast. He became gravely ill and his body swelled. Then, the captain of the ship had a dream that the mast was to be erected as a cross and that it was to be washed and oiled. In 1540, when the captain did so, the poor man recovered. By 1582, a church had grown up around the original mast, which remains now as the spine of a bigger, newer cross. But the church itself holds a secret that goes back to 350 AD. According to Christian beliefs, The true cross on which Christ was crucified was broken up into fragments. The pieces were sent as relics to churches all across the world. Many centuries later, one of those relic fragments reached the fishing village of Manapad and is said to be present in the church, known as the Church of the Holy Cross. The establishment of the church and subsequent arrival of Portuguese St. Francis Xavier simply meant one thing, the conversion to Catholicism of the fishing community. Tamil Sangam literature from the years between 300-200 BC refers to them as Nadal Makkal or people of the coastal tribes. These were fishermen known by their caste Paravar. But today, many prefer to be called Baradar or Bharadarkula, claiming a matrilineal lineage dating back to Bharat, the king of Ayodhya and the brother of Ram. They were known to be excellent pearl fishers living between Rameshwaram and Kanyakumari. The story of conversion to Christianity is a complex mix of religion, colonialism, and traditional occupation. Early in the 16th century, a seaman of the Kayalar caste, which had been recently converted to Islam by Arab traders, insulted a Parawar woman. When her husband tried to intervene, his earlobe was cut off and he lost his pearl earring. With the earlobe incident, the long-simmering tensions between Paravar and Kayalar Muslims reached a crescendo. The was approached the recently arrived Portuguese for protection and in turn were offered a deal – convert to Christianity. To sweeten the deal, the Portuguese promised them a monopoly on pearl fishing rights. St. Francis Xavier was a sharp cunning man. He knew that the fishermen used to worship Meenakshi Amman and they were attached to the feminine goddess. He emphasized the role of Mary rather than Christ so that one maternal goddess takes place of another. Even today, the Paravars of Tutikorin often call her their Kadal Mada or Mother of the Sea. So, while the Parawars converted to Christianity en masse, the Kayalar and the Marakayar caste of Muslims thrived as spice traders. However, one such family of the Maracayar caste went into decline in the 1920s. The head of the family, General Abdin, was a boat owner and the imam of a local mosque. He used to ferry Hindu pilgrims back and forth between Rameswaram and the now uninhabited Dhanushkodi. But the income from ferrying pilgrims was not enough. His youngest son had to sell newspapers to supplement the family's income. The son, however, had bigger dreams for himself of becoming a fighter pilot. Many years later, he narrowly missed achieving his dream as he placed 9th in the qualifiers and only 8 positions were available in the Indian Air Force. But that was probably the best thing that happened to him. For it was this very son of a poor boatman from Rameswaram, who grew up to become India's 11th president. General Abdin's son is better known to us as Awul Pakir General Abdin Abdul Kalam, or the missile man of India, Dr. A.P.J. Abdul Kalam. Across the Indian Ocean from Rameswaram lies a small town. In 1954, to another fisherman caste family was born a son who dropped out of school at the age of 15 to join a political movement. At the young age of 21, he rose to prominence in a ghastly way. He assassinated Alfred Durayappa, the mayor of Jaffna, shooting him at point-blank range when he was about to enter the Hindu temple at Ponalai. This young man, who went by the name of Prabhakaran, rose to become one of the most feared men in the world, creating the world's most deadly militant organization. The Liberation of Tamil Tigers of Elam, or LTTE. Two men, both from the same fishing community of coastal Tamil Nadu, led radically different lives. They had different religions, different ideologies and methods to achieve their dreams. But there was another thing that connected them. Their love for podi or the coarse spice powder. It's a mixture of ground-dry spices that typically contains dried chilies, black gram, chickpeas, salt and sesame seeds. The Muslim vegetarian Dr. Kalam was known to love idli podi for breakfast whereas the Hindu meat-eating Prabhakaran preferred coconut sambal, a close cousin of the podi. But the fisherman caste of Tamil Nadu gave us another gift which has slipped out, almost been erased from our culinary consciousness. Fish podi. Yes, you heard that right. Did the idea of fish in podi shock you? Did your vegetarian brahminical idea of Sattvic South Indian food suddenly collide with the Tamsik sea influence ingredient like fish? Across coastal Tamil Nadu, right from Nagapatinam and Velankani in the east to Rameswaram in the south, in every single fisherman's house, you would find fish body. A basic recipe would involve cubing and frying any fish. Then grated coconut, peppercorns, cumin, curry leaves and raw rice are individually roasted and dried out in the sun. In the final step, the fried fish and the roasted ingredients are combined and pulverized, making a coarse fishbowl. A fisherman caste which traces its roots to Bharat, the brother of Lord Ram, opportunistically converts to Christianity to curry favour with the Portuguese and establish a monopoly over its traditional occupation. The same fisherman caste also converts to Islam and gives us one of India's towering intellectuals and the most well-known vegetarian Muslim. The same fisherman caste across the Indian Ocean gave us one of the world's most feared men. And amongst this maddening mix of caste, class and nationalities, we find a fish podi, eaten extensively across coastal Tamil Nadu, shattering our notions of Brahminical South Indian food. The fish podi is a perfect example of the multitudes India contains and how even a tiny sliver of our country can boggle our mind. As we travel the length and breadth of India, we must remember that in the tiny sliver of time we call life, could experience the world in a fish body if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network you can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or IVMPodcast.com. you can also follow us on our social media we are IVM podcasts on Twitter and Instagram and if you want to reach out to me I am Utsav Memoria on Twitter and why we travel 42 on Instagram